And it's Dan and James talking about talking the, the Villa games. games. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to the ABFC Faithful YouTube channel, joined as always by Dan and James. And this week we are going through a loss. And uh, well, I guess uh, some people would have predicted it. We we definitely didn't uh, talking about it beforehand. Uh, but it's a it's a weird one this week, isn't it, James? Yeah, it's it, it's one of the. It's actually quite interesting to me that we see this as a game that we could and probably should have done better in against Liverpool at Anfield, which I think is a sign in itself of what we expect this season from the team. But yeah, it is disappointing, but you know, we'll get into it. And I think that there needs to be a bit of context applied as well. Yeah, well, we're same with everything, isn't it? The score sheet doesn't really tell the whole story of a game and uh, or it definitely didn't against Newcastle. It definitely doesn't today. Got a bit to cover as well. Obviously, we had the 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 happier side of uh, of Burnley and Hibs, and obviously the uh, the group stage draw, which uh, which was quite a nice little one. So, uh, well, we, I guess we'll dive straight in with what's fresh on the mind with Liverpool. Um, obviously, it was a it was a three 0 defeat today away at Anfield. Uh, Sunday two o'clock kickoff. Um, we won't talk about the fact it's not on Sky because I think everyone covers that enough on Twitter, probably myself included. Um, <laughs> but but by all accounts, actually, the Palace Wolves game was actually quite a good game in the end, anyway. So it looks like it worked out for everyone. Um, yeah. But you know, it was uh, like you said, it's one of those games where, well, we've been talking about it for ages. Where you're thinking, look, actually, we we could do something here. You know, it's, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. But it kind of went to pot, didn't it? Straight away. I mean, you, you can't. The last thing you can do when you go to one of these grounds is concede straight away, and it's what we did. A bit naive at the start, silly corner to give away, and uh, well, I mean, I've seen a couple of tweets already that are saying, you know, Salah stood in front of Martinez and. Yada yada yada. I mean, if the Ake one uh, for the Man City goal is not getting taken away, that one definitely isn't. But I mean, Martinez isn't getting that anyway. Nine times out of ten, that's going straight. It was a hell of a finish, wasn't it? By Shobashlai. Yeah, yeah, Shobashlai. Yeah, I feel like I've got that well. Um, but you can't do that, can you? You can't. You can't concede early, especially away at Anfield. No, it, it affects your game plan. Like straight away you, you're then chasing it and they've got the tails up at home and you know Anfield is a hard, tough place to go in the first place but yeah it was it was a sloppy on the ball from Poe to give away that that corner but then it come the ball comes in it invades everyone and it's just really sweetly struck and yeah and maybe they could have got out to him quicker maybe you could have cleared it from the corner but it was just such a really nicely hit goal and then after that yeah I think the thing is that we're trying to be in games at the moment. We we want to be on the ball more than not. So a game today where we'd have probably been better soaking up pressure and hitting them on the break a bit more. We don't really want to do that. But then at the same time, we do sort of want to sit high up the pitch, but we don't press high enough for that. So it's just a bit disjointed today. But like we weren't, I don't think we were extremely bad. I think there's been a lot of talk that we, we were awful, but I think we had moments and, like the McGinn chance, the the Watkins Bailey mix up chance, things like that. I think those go in and it just changed the game a bit. Like the cash header as well. It yeah. was only two 0 wasn't it? So if that goes in, it, it changes the dynamics and stuff. But make no mistake, that was a game where we missed Mings again today. Um, you know, Torres needs time still. He needs time. I I, I keep seeing wildly differing opinions on him that he's mm. elite, and the next week he's. He's not convincing his crap, and it's just like give him time, and we all we, we just need to account for what his strengths and weaknesses are, and we'll find the formula. And today was just a an off day. 
Yeah, it did. I mean, obviously, when you play against Liverpool, everything seems to go through Salah. But that first half, it did seem that up until, obviously, we'll, we'll touch on Carlos as well, going off injured. Um, up until he went off and we made the defensive change, uh, Luis Diaz was so wide open, wasn't he, on Conza's side? I mean, again, it, it, see, the, the problem is, is people go, well, that's because the, the three at the back isn't working. I don't really think so. I think the problem with Liverpool is if you tuck out there, all it takes is Shoveslow or McAllister to slide in there where exactly where Konza would have been. You're you're then doubling up on the far right side, which means you've not got your right outlet well, as soon as you get the ball. Because again, we're playing a system where we believe in ourselves to get the ball from transition when we defend and then play it forwards. So I don't think really, to be honest, that the initial defensive system was bad. I mean, it was clear to see we conceded as many chances before we made that change to after. Um, I think it was proactive by Emery. Uh, I can see what he was trying to do. I think uh, Cash is uh, the commentator who was who was speaking on my game uh, made a point. Obviously, Cash isn't really a, a dribbler. He's not going to beat a man like Bailey did. And I think Bailey did a, a, quite a couple of times. That's why he, he did actually impress me a fair bit today. But when you do that and make that change, again, you're trying to settle again and it's disjointed. And I mean, it's no surprise, really, you concede so soon after that happens again. It's unfortunate, really, isn't it? That Cash on goal, but Again, it's hard to sort of argue against the fact that I think you mentioned it before we started recording. It was a bit naive by Emery to think that this, the same system that we employed against Newcastle would would work against against Liverpool, and that it's, it's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, it, 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 he's a great manager, a, a absolutely amazing manager, and he's my favourite manager we've ever had. But he's going to make mistakes. Yeah. It's not perfect. Every manager makes mistakes, yeah. so it's a learning curve for a lot of the players. And and I think you're right. I think, I think the main thing we're missing is that left hand side. Like I mentioned earlier, it did start going through Salah a lot, a lot more easier when when Dini is pushing up. Hasn't got the pace that Moreno has to get back. And I mean, again, I was I was talking earlier to some people, and I was saying obviously we went from so hard to beat at the end of last season to being quite almost weak at times. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of that comes from from JJ from from Ramsey on the left as well. He's he's so proactive in his defense as well. McGinn is as well, but McGinn's learning how to play on that left side with Dean instead of playing with Cash on the right, for example, or in the middle. It's um it's going to be difficult, and I think I I do. It may sound quite naive of myself to think so, but I do think we're so much better in two weeks' time when we come back with with Ramsey Moreno both or one of them coming back into the team. Yeah, we we will be in. Is it Palace at home next? I think it is. Yeah. It's a it's a good good fixture to come back to. You know, it's not easy. I'm not saying that we're going to have to be on our game still. I mean, they scored some nice goals today, Palace, yeah. and you know the threat that they carry. But it's a sort of team that we we tend to work out at the moment. I think we look like we're going to get past teams that are around us or below us, and then it's going to be a real battle and challenge for the ones above us. So we'll see how that one goes. But yeah. If, Moreno's back, that's a bonus. If, if yeah. JJ's back soon, that's a bonus. And then I also think, you know, there is the whole talk about managing your squad around Europe. But I also think Europe can have a really good effect on your league form as well at times. So we could use that. Um, it might be a building block for any sort of developments in tactics or however we deploy teams. So we have to see how the Carlos injury is as well and, and stuff like that. But we have got a really good core. And I think this is one of those where we, we want to attack the season a little bit different this, this year. We think we want the ball more and it's finding the formula of how you keep high up the pitch, but don't want to be sort of, you know, really exposed to your weaknesses. 
So we'll, we'll find it. We'll, we'll find that sort of perfect balance. And, you know, you can't eradicate the, the two good victories against Everton and Burnley and, and the ones at the Hibs. They weren't, they're not good sides, but, you know, we, we've been convincing against them as well, which you, know, you get from the better sides in the league. So we're sort of following that. It's just how we bridge that gap between us and the other top sides. So, yeah, it was a frustrating one today. It was similar to the Newcastle one in the sense, but, you know, we, we've just got to build on it and we've got to stay focused for the whole season and there will be ups and downs and we'll find we'll find form at some point, I think, you know, where we hit a really good purple patch like we did that, you know, the back end of last season. Yeah, that's that's another thing when I when I think about it. This team, it's quite strange that the heads drop at the moment. Yeah. It's the big size because I watch this team fight everything to to get just just the Conference League. Yeah, last season I, I watched them that that they wanted it, and even in tough times like the Brentford game where it looked like we would never score in, and then we pop up with a like, oh, I've seen the mentality that they do have it. It's just gone a bit missing recently. And I'm I'm convinced that we'll find it again because we've we've brought in players that have that mentality themselves. So, you know, give it time. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to sound sort of defeatist because obviously we do want to be up and around there. But when you're looking at the points on offer, the points difference between winning and drawing and stuff against the, the big six, the sky six, whatever you want to describe it, the point differential between what you get from winning all those games to winning all the games from below, from, from eighth and downwards. It's, it's so big. And, you know, you've got, so it's almost like when you, the head dropping thing really frustrates me and it will always frustrate everyone because you, it's not more so that I expect, but you just know they can be better than that. And you know that they don't do that. I I think you're right. I think uh, a lot of that does come from having players like Ming's, um, at the back, uh, I mean, they knew what he could do for them and know what he could bring for them. Um, it, it's just, a, it's sort of the case for me is that when I come out of these losses, it's I care more about the performance more so than the actual result itself. Because again, I'd rather just continuously perform well. And against Newcastle, I thought that I think the Newcastle performance was better than this performance personally. I think I think I saw a bit more, but again, I think it's different because. With when you're playing away at Anfield, they just control, don't they? I mean, they just knock it around like you're not even there at times. And let's be perfectly fair to them; they were so on it today. They they played pretty much perfectly, I'd say, apart from the obvious gap at the back with Van Dyke. And the only thing I wanted to touch on was I think that Diaby made some really good runs and Bailey at that back, and uh, Dini put in a couple of great balls as well. Uh, and I think our corners were actually better today as well. I mean, we actually got on the end of our corner, as in attacking, not defending. Um, but we, we came on to the end of them quite well a couple of times. And like I say, that cash head is really a catalyst, isn't it? You score straight from second half and the game plan changes and their game plan changes and the heads drop maybe on their side more so. But as soon as they tap that third one in, I mean, even fans are like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, sort of you drop back, but... Uh, it's a strange one, and I think we feel a lot different if it's 3-1 than 3-0. Uh, chances yeah. missed massively. Um, just, I think, for me, the, the worst bit is when there's no... You need the midfield to be perfectly on it away at Anfield because that's going to win you or lose you the game because if they can just cut through that bit... I mean, the attackers aren't really destined to be there to to stop what they do because they operate yeah. so widely through Trent coming in. Trent was given so much time and so much space 
and that's the last thing you need. That I mean, he thrives off of that, and yeah. I think he did quite well defensively when asked to as well. And that's not great because you want a Trent that's not on his defensive game because when he is on it, he's he's a very good defender. Um, it's just most of the time he doesn't bother trying, and and that's what we needed today. But yeah, I think I think that was for me the main one because you know you get you know, Douglas Louise Kamara uh, McGinn when he drops in. You do expect maybe sort of more from them today. I think McGinn. I think McGinn actually had quite a good game at times, and I think also uh, Douglas Luiz did as well. I think Kamara struggled a bit. I think he always struggles a bit more when we're more out of possession than in it. I think he's such more. Um, I want to say reactive defender. So, like if he sort of, for example, if it's, he's dominating and then they're all of a sudden attacking, he's better on it. But when he's constantly sat back. I think from what we've seen, he seems to have struggled a bit more, like against Liverpool, for example. Um, yeah. So I, I think for me, that was the more disappointing area was just seeing those, the individual, I don't want to say mess, but um, the individual sort of reactions from from the back in the midfield, because like I said, you're not going to win without your mid. Yeah, I think that with Kamara, I think he's much more of a box-to-box player than... I originally thought I said that a few months after he came to the club and I feel like he could play as sort of like an eight slash six. I think that him and Louise have both benefited from having someone sitting behind them, but that itself changes the whole dynamics of the team because you want DRB still central. So then you probably have to put cash as, as like a bombing on fullback. Yeah. And then to keep with your three at the back, you'd need to drop that six in between them. It, it changes all the dynamics. So it's really, really tough. And I think that a lot of the time today, you saw that the Louise and Kamara were overrunning midfield and they didn't know when to jump and when not to. So that's why I think sort of sitting off them a bit and being compact would have been a lot more uh, beneficial to us because, you know, you, you're forcing them to work the ball then and then you can work on the gaps that they leave when they're going side to side. So, yeah, it, we, we were just one outwitted and just outclassed, you know, you can't... Yeah that Liverpool team and say, you know, we should beat them. Because, I mean, the quality that they've got is incredible. Yeah. They have got a, a defence that you can get at and we should have took a couple of chances today. But you look at their midfield and, and front three and, yeah, you you could always concede three goals to that. It, the manner of, con, of how we conceded was annoying. We probably could have conceded better goals than the ones that we did, yeah. which is also frustrating. So, yeah, yeah. It was one of those games, a result out of it would have been a bonus for me. And I, I thought that we might get a point out of it, but it wasn't to be today. I mean, it's a better start to the season than we had last year. I mean, that's always something to keep an eye on, you know, six points on four games. Yeah. All right, I guess we're all looking at it thinking, oh, of course, we'd rather be, you know, unbeaten at this stage or whatever. But I, I mean, it's nothing to really sneer your nose up at. There's still, you know, for example, last year, I mean, we're losing away at Bournemouth. This year we're losing away at Newcastle for our first game. That's fine to me. It still signals an improvement. And the games that we have to win and we need to win comfortably, we are winning comfortably. Um, against Burnley, for example, and I just wanted to. We're not really going to talk too much about Burnley, but I mean, that's a game where again Kamara has a fantastic game. Uh, Douglas Louise has a great game, and obviously Matty Cash in his in his new role there. And uh, that's less no talking about the game, but the thing I really want to chat to you about is that I, I think I've tweeted about it probably twenty times now. I tweeted about it a lot last Sunday because people were like, "Cash at right mid, what's he doing? What's going on here?" This is ridiculous. and I, the third thing I always say is horses for courses. It, it feels like Emery's building a team where he can swap out where he thinks people are going to be against who he's playing against. 
Sometimes it works dead on perfectly. I mean, it clearly did against Burnley. Conrad had a fantastic game at right back. Cash had a great game at right mid. Whatever he yeah. played, it was it was very good. He did exactly what was asked of him. And again, you're seeing then Dini had a great game. Uh, he also has a good game against Hibs as well when he plays uh, the week before, or well, two weeks before. So, you know, it, it's a lot. It feels to me that, I don't know what you see, but... Okay, like players like Zaniolo and stuff, Bailey, DRB, you've got Ramsey coming back, McGinn in his three different positions he plays now. It does seem like Emery's building a team where he's going to employ different, complete different setups player wise to counteract yeah. what he's playing against. Yeah, kind of. I think he's sort of he's brought in these players that have got different qualities and also they are just quality players. I think it's finding the best blend of them and then how you fit them in, in, in the sort of system, but also being able to tweak it when needed for tougher games or easier games. I think we'll stumble upon the, the right setup at some point um, of who's playing. I think Zaniola looked really good when he came on today. He does yeah. look, you know, he looks like he's, he's come in and he doesn't mind the pace or the physicality of this league. And he's got the quality on the ball as well. So, yeah, it, it's sort of what I've been expecting as well. So that, that's been nice. And DRB, yeah, I thought he was really good again today. You, you know, that's one of the positives out of the game. He's he looks a real live wire, doesn't he? He's, he's just so fun yeah. to watch. Um, I think he only had really the one chance, which he tried to bend around the defender into the corner, but tough tough finish that had have been. So, but yeah, the squad's really flexible. That's why I'm not too worried about um, the extra depth up front because the, you've got Watkins and DRB that are the front two, obviously, but then you've got Zaniolo, Duran. You can play McGinn in the front two. You can play Bailey in the front two, depending on who you're playing against. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. I think that sort of flexibility is uh, beneficial to us about stumbling upon something. And I don't want to say stumbling upon something as if Emery's someone that's just feeling around in the dark. But sometimes you you set up in a way for a game that you haven't before, and then you you feel like this is this is right. This is the one that you keep going with. So. I think that he'll come across something soon when tinkering that we're going to sort of settle on and we'll, we'll pick up and have a, a good bout of form. So we'll see how it goes. We've still got a bit of a tough run, I think, haven't we? I can't remember yeah. who it is. I forget after Palace, but we have got a bit of we'll a tough run. Why do I feel like it's Chelsea? I feel like Chelsea's in there. We've got Wolves as well, haven't we? Is that the Molyneux? Or... Uh, well, it goes Palace at home, then Chelsea away. Uh, then Brian at home, then Wolves away. Yeah, that's our next four. Wolves away is like playing uh, Brazil 1970. So yeah. <laughs> every time, and and you know Brighton. I know we're at home. Brighton are a tough team. It's another side where you think you think give them a bit of of the ball and sit back a bit. But we we fed off pressing them high last time. Yeah, and we had, we played the high line, which you know it did sort of hinder us at times in that game, but. It was the right. It was clearly the right call. So it's so hard to call what to do. This is why it's hard to say about the high line today. You know, Emery shouldn't have done it. But then we've seen against Newcastle and Brighton last season. Admittedly, with Mings, that's that's the big difference. And you know, Moreno and Ramsey. You can see why he wants to because he wants to be aggressive and, and yeah. get on the ball more. But it is a tough run to to come up, and you've got to add in between there the the Conference League fixtures. I think. Yeah. Uh, Legia Warsaw is what the 20, 21st, 20th, 21st? Uh, whichever one's the Thursday, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, 21st. 21st, yeah, it's daughter's birthday, so, you know, she can stay in the corner for a bit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you got to, you got to account for that as well. Um, and this is what you need the squad for. And I think, I think, you know, we, we can't overreact to the result. We'll be fine. We'll, as I say, I'll keep saying it. We'll find the formula for it. Look, we've got at least another 40 games coming this season. It's a long season. That That's assuming that we don't make it out of the group stages. So, you know, it's so much left to do and so much left to build upon players coming back. I think it is just sort of that. I hate international break. Right? I think I made this clip before. I think it's the worst thing in football. However, I think it comes at a really good time for us because it does give everyone a chance to maybe sit back and just go right. You know, it's been, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. You know, we obviously we had the we had the Europa Conference League, we had the transfer window, everything going off. I think yeah. a lot of our fans as well are just going to benefit from just having a week off and just being all right. We don't have to worry too much about players getting injured. I mean, it's uh, Zaniolo, McGinn, uh, Martinez, Tielemans, and Kamara, and that's it. I think. Yeah. Probably, the RB didn't get called up. Um, cash. Uh, cash, of course, yeah. So six players. Uh, in Tor- Did you say Peo Torres as well? Uh, no, I didn't. So seven. Seven. Yeah. It's, I promise. There's still a few that are gone, but it's it's not just that. I think, you know, you, you'd rather have the players around the training ground to, to practice things on with, but it's sort of a, a time to gather your thoughts, which isn't actually what Emery really likes to do. I think he likes those match day simulations, yeah. you might call it, to, to put things into practice and keep keep game fit. But I think it is a good time for the players to, you know, gather the thoughts, even if it is away with the international team, that can sort mm. of help sometimes. So we'll see how they come back. And I do think that we'll get a reaction against Palace. You sort of, we saw that after the Newcastle defeat, you know, yeah. that, when you've got a game at home after a, a poor away defeat, I think you get some fired up. So we'll see. I think I could see a, a two a two or three, maybe one, um, win against uh, Palace because Palace will still cause us problems. Yeah. But you know, I, it would be nice to see Moreno back training over the break and see if he comes back in soon, getting some minutes of some kind. It, it will be such a big addition back into the squad. And as I said to you before we start recording, I cannot wait for Jacob Ramsey to be back available. We, As you said, the, the work rate that he has is amazing, but I think people still underplay what he offers off and on the ball in an attacking sense. His running power, his ball carrying, how he gets into the box onto the end of things, is you, you, it's just priceless for us. So, yeah, I can't wait for him to be back. Not long now. It feels like it's been so. It's too long, really, to miss him. Um. Uh, well, I guess the only other thing I could really think about to touch on is obviously we've had. Uh, obviously, all the transfer windows basically closed, barring uh, I think uh, the Saudi window is open for another thirteen days. I think I think seventeenth it closes, uh, or maybe the seventh. There's a seven in there anyway. Um. Obviously, we're we're done. Uh. Looks like we're probably done selling as well. I think Coutinho is not confirmed to go yet, is he? But I think he's destined to. Yeah. So, um, look, I, I think we we both described obviously we, we were happy with with how it ended. I think uh, you, I can't remember who it was you were responding to on Twitter. You might know, um, but they said that I think the 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 desire to have a fullback and a goalkeeper in at the window was more of a fan want than a club want or fan need and a club need. 
um yeah. w- which i really agreed with uh like because i was thinking about it the whole summer and then as soon as emery's like i'm fine with olsen and then olsen plays against um hibs and i think does really well uh yeah. you were there so uh you could you saw you saw it better but um you know then you are fine with it so Longley being the only person we brought in, uh, smart loan signing, uh, what we assumed would be purely rotational, but judging by the fact that Diego Collins decided to get injured today, uh, could be seeing more of him than we probably expected to in the coming weeks. Um, but I think it's an exciting squad, and I think uh, the, the group stage draw was was exciting as well. I think uh, I think the the one that stood out for me was um was AZ. I think that was uh selfishly I do quite like the, the idea of playing against uh, a Netherlands team is always quite exciting um, I, I think they're good games I think they're going to be great for, for people to travel away with uh, the jealousy is is high uh, and uh, I'll be doing everything I can to try to get down to Villa Park for a, for a home fixture for that because that's sort of like pure dreamland yeah. for me uh, obviously didn't get to go to Hibs at home so uh, well I think uh, I think maybe it's actually time to just get really excited again because it's been such a, a busy few weeks and well I guess what we should say is obviously what I think some people are probably be waiting for us to talk about is obviously the kit giveaway that was uh, put up over on Twitter from ABFC Faithful themselves um ourselves I guess we should really be saying um and uh, I've got I've got the winner James um so uh, I'll, I'll let you do a drum roll if you'd like I'm on my phone so it's going to take a couple more minutes Okay, let me know when I can start the drum roll again. You can start it now. Josh underscore Dodd one. A villa kit of your choice. Uh, so do expect a DM from AVFC Faithful, uh, the main account. Um, there'll be a DM in you shortly just to let you know. And uh, go ahead and pick one. Personally, I think you should pick the away kit, but you know, that's. That's just one man's opinion. Uh, although I did, I guess the third show also got announced. Well, it feels like we've been ages since we've been on here, and um, also yeah. got announced. Uh, did you like it, James? Uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so it's, it's right. you're the same as me. Third kits are either the best thing in the world, uh, or they're just meh. And uh, I think it doesn't help that the wolf shirt is exactly the same. Yeah. That- it is a bit irritating, but it is what it is. It's one of the days that I hate in a year. You know, I hate transfer deadline day. I hate England squad release day. Yeah. And I hate fucking kit release day. Just, <laughs> uh, I think I messaged you on um on deadline day just saying I want this to end. Uh, yeah. so it was a bad day. It's just painful. It's just painful seeing all the maybes and you just want it to end. It's just feels like an empty day. Sky's fault. <laughs> it really does. Oh, well, well, I guess the only thing to say is obviously uh, by the time you watch this video, we'll have recorded our next episode. Uh, and uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, James, and uh, ask you uh, what people can expect from our next episode and the guest who's coming on. Yeah, we've got Dan Pritchard coming on. For anyone that's on, on Twitter, might have seen, I, I retweet quite a bit of his stuff. He's really, really insightful when it comes to analysis and tactics. And I thought it'd be good to get him on and we could, you know, do a bit of a squad assessment, talk about how he might tactically evolve. And he messaged me after the game and said he was going to suggest talking about how we set up against the big sides. And yeah, we'll see because there is obviously something that needs to be rectified about it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love any sort of like sort of squad assessment analysis sort of video. So yeah, that'll be out in the next in the, in the coming days. So 
Yeah, it's an exciting one. We do like talking tactics over here, don't we? It's uh, something I've definitely become a bit more obsessed with, and uh, it's all your fault. So, uh, <laughs> more for it. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Well, uh, to those of you that enjoy it, uh, don't know why, but enjoy the international break. Uh, and uh, well, we shall see you obviously on our next episode uh, with Dan, and uh, not this one, the other Dan. And uh, we look forward to it. So uh, until next time, up the villa.